The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on our new episode on Lessons in Success. And today, in my studio, Dr. Michael Troyer is joining me. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. And we will be talking today about productivity tools every business owner needs. Being a business owner, for some of us, knows that it demands a diversity of different responsibilities. You have to wear your HR hat, you have to wear your financial hat, marketing hat at one time, and every business owner dreams of getting more work done in a single day. In fact, uh, we know that one of our scarcest resources in terms of determining our productivity and our success is time. It's tough to come by enough. Absolutely. It doesn't matter how much money you have, you never can purchase more hour in a day. This is an interesting topic for me because I'm one of those who suffers from uh, lack of time management in a sense. Uh, there was a time in my life when I wore my watch 15 minutes fast so that I'd be to appointments on time. Nobody liked me late and I tended to be late. So. I'm one of those who struggles with uh, both time. I'm I'm better on productivity, but time management, I think, is driven by personality. And and a lot of people struggle with that, too. So, I mean, is good time management enough for business owners? Or what do you think about that? If it comes naturally to people to organize their day in time blocks, I think that's wonderful. and, And I respect them for their ability to do that. Uh, I have to organize my day by projects. And uh, in fact, I think a lot of project people are visual people, so they need to see their projects out in front of them. I often have a stack, and I can see names, and I know what I have to work on. Uh, I can do that more readily than if I blocked out specific time on the calendar or on the schedule for the day. But it's just a difference in personality. I think sometimes you can tell it when you walk in an office and someone has a neat and clean office, nothing on the desk, everything's in file drawers. That's probably somebody really good at time management. Others of us have, you would call it a messy desk. I don't think it's so. It tells me where things are, but that's probably more of the project management type of person. What type of tool do you use to manage your time and projects too? Because you mentioned projects, you think in regards to the day of the projects? And then timing. I think two things are important here. One, I have to look at what's urgent. That is what has to be done today or within the next few days. And then what's important. What are the things I really value that I want to get done? And I know I rest a little easier when I have a clear sense of where I am on projects and what has to be done next to move it along. I like a little progress on a number of things. So I block things out between urgent and important. Then there are those things that I had to find somebody else to do because they're not probably necessarily what I ought to be spending my time on. And sometimes we let that get away from us. Oh, I'm the only one who can do that that well. So, and we let our ego get in the way. When you said about blocking 
um, do you block this on the calendar or how do you do it? And I heard you two things. You mentioned blocking and prioritizing. Yes. Uh, the prioritizing I do on a piece of paper. I do a, a to-do list. And that to-do list is typically done for me the night before, maybe just after dinner when I still got some freshness and I can think through what I want to get done tomorrow. It doesn't take very long. I write a quick list. And then I may reorganize it by the A, by the letter A or double A's and B's and C's. Or you can do it early in the morning when you get up or maybe just when you get to the office. Uh, you shouldn't take too much time, however, because time is scarce. <laughs> um, Sometimes both. Yes. At night yeah. and in the morning, sometimes your brain thinks differently. <laughs> and I think that to-do list is you're breaking it down into the urgent and important. You need to have what I call a parking lot. All right, this is something that has to get done. I've looked at my calendar, and I've looked out three weeks. I've got a plan that has to be done three weeks from now. I've got time, but if I wait till the day before, it's gonna, I'm going to be in trouble. So I need to do a little bit every day to move it along. But that's just in the parking lot as a reminder to me. And then I have another group of items that I call the mindless minis. And uh, that, that's my own stupid word. But it represents all the emails I have to get back to. And I don't mean that they're mindless or use, useless. I just mean they don't take much effort. You can get those done pretty quickly. So I put them in batches. So here's the emails I need to get back to. Here's the voice messages. In fact, and, and we're probably all, all prone to this. We come to the office in the morning. What's the first thing we do? We look at our emails. Who yes. contacted us overnight? I tap that little star that's opposite each one, only the ones that are really important to get back to today. The rest I leave untapped, un unstarred, if you will. And then I don't answer them. That comes later in the day. And, you know, Google have a very good um, feature when you can put that on your uh, Google calendar. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you can prioritize your uh, tasks and you can make sure that it pushes notifications when it needs to be pushed into your um, email. And the nice thing about Google is not only can you build a to-do list there along mm -hmm. with your calendar, but it syncs with all kinds of other things. Yes. So you've got the same calendar on your smartphone, you've got it on a tablet or an iPad, and you've got it on your computer. And that's a perfect way to maintain a to-do list right in front of you. Absolutely. And also to scan out some distance ahead and see what's coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people, they'll have multiple calendars all over the place. And sometimes that's the way, first of all, it creates anarchy in their days. And second, they double book themselves. Well, sometimes you can double book even with one calendar. I've done it. <laughs> I'm guilty in that. So you have to be very careful. But like uh, you mentioned, when you use one calendar and it syncs through your phone and on your computer, you know all the time, first of all, what is your priority list and what is on, on your day. Mm-hmm. And to-do list, um, you mentioned again, I'm getting back to you about the to-do list. Is What is a useful to-do list besides prioritization? Well, and I probably have a fault. So I'll write a to-do list of all the things I'm thinking about over the next four or five days, which isn't really good. But I force myself to go back then and begin to label those. So when I put a double A or a triple A on something, that means that's tomorrow. A B and a C means obviously a bit later on. So I'm trying to order which ones prioritize that. We used that word earlier, prioritize, because that's really critical. 
we're going to be successful, if we're going to really use, be, have a productive day, we've got to have a sense of priorities. And then we've got to avoid distractions. That's yeah. the other piece. That, that's what I wanted to ask you. How do you control distractions? Because we, they kind of, they sabotage our days. Yeah, and some come out of the blue, and they can throw off an entire day. Not much you can do about that. Uh, you have to, again, you, though, you have to judge, is this really important to what I'm trying to accomplish, or do I find a good soul to, to give it to and ask them to take care of it, and, and I don't need to today. Uh, but distractions, there are some that are very, very consistent. That early morning, check on email, check on voice messages. That's fine to know what's come in. But I turn off my email uh, after 15 minutes. I don't want to know who's called me during the next two hours because I want to get my work done. So it's training myself. It's the discipline of, of not letting those little things get in the way. I'm terrible about walking in the office and there's a pile of things over there that each would take two, three minutes. Why don't I just get them out of the way? I'll feel so much better. But in fact, that two minutes each that I think is going to be 15 minutes will be more likely 45 minutes to an hour. Now I've lost time on my productive work that I really want to get done. So it's discipline. It's also naming it. Uh, one of the things I've heard is that it would help us to write down a do not do list for ourselves as well as a to do list, do not do. And one would be don't answer emails until noon. Uh, don't listen to your voice messages or don't answer them until one. So you batch things in groups and you put them off a little bit because, well, and, and I haven't touched on one thing. Uh, you could probably tell me when you're most productive during the day. Yes. Yeah. D different people are productive differently. I love in the morning. I will get up very early and I will start working right away. Where I know some other people, they will go through the night and they're very productive after six o'clock at night. I'm one of those oddballs again. So yeah, from from five thirty till till eight, I'm incredibly productive. Uh, I can get a lot done during the morning. Let me eat lunch, and around one o'clock, I really slow down. Mm -hmm. Everything, my ability to think creatively, to be think conceptually, is all gone. I think whoever invented from one till five should be taken out somewhere and, and put in a small cage. <laughs> my difficulty is that at night. After dinner, I can be very productive as well. Not good for my family relationship, uh, but if everybody goes to bed early enough, I can get some more work done. <laughs> Sometimes yes. I need to get sleep too. I don't know why that is, but that's the way some, we're all built differently. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and I think for our listeners, you should see when is your productive time and schedule your most important work around that time. So you should pretty much block your creativity times and um, your important projects times. They, you have to be aware of that. I think it helps if one th thinks about those tasks and uh, projects that need to be done. There are those that are, are reflective, require us to reflect a bit, to be analytical, to problem solve, to understand something from a conceptual standpoint, and maybe to find some creativity to write that uh, email eventually that's going to be taken, could be taken a, a little harshly, and you want to write it diplomatically. That's a different set of tasks from the ones that are very straightforward, uh, don't take a lot of energy, don't, don't take a lot of deep thought. So I think you black out your day depending on when you know you're most productive mm -hmm. and put those the, that first group into some larger time blocks. For me, it's going to be in the morning. So from 
from 9 to 10.30, I'm going to work on one project from, I'm going to take a break, mm-hmm. walk around a little bit, shake myself loose a little bit, get the blood flowing, and then come back at 9, uh, 9.40, uh, that's not right, 10.40, and then take that next hour and a half up until lunch almost and get the next project moving along. So it's really disciplining oneself, and I hear it sounds like time management, and yeah. it is, except I want to make progress on my projects. That's, what's, that's what rewards me. And like you mentioned, I mean, it's conditioning. You have to condition yourself to make sure that, first of all, you escape the distractions. The emails, for me, are very, very big distractions. Sometimes if I leave my um, mailbox open, I have the tendency to check my emails all the time and and try jumping in in a different project, and that distracts me. And, And it takes more time when I'm taking from the current project, throwing to another one by myself, it's my own fault, and then getting back to it because I will need some time to again see, hey, where am I on this project? So it's it, it, it's good to block time. I really like your concept. And I really, for some of the listeners out there, in regards to delegating, uh, we just touched a little bit on that, but there is some tools out there free tools you can utilize, like we have Asana, A-S-A-N-A, that is a project management system. They have a free version of it. It's very, very slick. It's very good. And you know at every step of your project where your project is. You have, from communication uh, purposes, there is another tool you may Use It is um, called Slack. It's more of a team communication where all your team members can communicate between themselves and you receive communication back also. What is the status of this um, particular project? So I encourage you to go and, and look for some free options because all these, these two tools are free for you, but they will increase your efficiency. You, you, they really help you to communicate with your team and, and in a very efficient manner. So you're not having to run down the hall and, and check in with 10 people. You can do it all on, on those two pieces of software. In the past, in our last episode, I think we talked about that the business owners should be working on the business, not in the business. So they should put aside time to work on the business. What? Do you suggest? Well, we said, I think, recently that you really have to put that on your calendar as well. So if you're going to work on the business or think on the business, it would be good to have a day of the week and a portion of that day set aside for that on the business, thinking strategically, where are we going? What do we need to do? Sometimes you may be doing that with uh, another key individual in the business, if you're in a family business, it might be with your spouse or, or a brother or whomever, but it has to be on the calendar. Uh, I've got a trick now that I use to be sure that I protect certain times to actually work in the office. And one of the problems with offices that have a window is everybody knows you're in there, so just knock on the door and I'll ask him a quick question. One, every one of those distractions on average costs somewhere between, between 10 and 20 minutes of lost time because they're not scheduled and they come at you. So I began to build on my calendar a, a block, be it's Google, let's say, and I'll put it in a particular color. And I'll put letters, N-A-G, 
WD stands for the National Association of Getting My Work Done. And the concept is, if somebody comes in and wants time with me and they look at my calendar, they'll see that that time block is filled. Ooh, and, and there's another one done, filled with that same set of letters. Oh, well, I can't have those. Obviously, he's, he's assigned those to somebody. No, it's my free time when I'm getting things done and I don't want somebody else intruding. I've got to get the work done. Just a little trick. That's I love your trick. So I would like you to summarize some of the conversation for our listeners before we end our conversation right. today. Just a number of other little tricks that I think people can learn to use. I want to remind people of the idea of the stop doing list, the things that distract you, get in the way of being productive. Build that list. That's the beginning of, of disciplining yourself. In fact, if there are distractions that continually disrupt your day, give them a name. It's funny how just giving them a name makes us say, all right, I, I, no, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm, I'm, I'm tied up. Uh, I think we get caught up in asynchronous communication. So we listen for the beep on the computer. Uh, we know we just got an email message. Oh, I've got to look at it, see who it is. We're social creatures, especially extroverts more than introverts. I, I'm, I want to go see who, so that's why I turn it off. I don't want that beep there because that's going to pull me away. So I force myself to move away. I talked about batching, so I do all of my emails in a structured time. I do all my voice messages in a structured time. I set aside that time during the day for that, just that purpose. At least then I, I can be efficient in doing those and I'm not in the way of a project I want to do. We also need to learn to get up and move around. It's amazing how just stepping away for a moment refreshes us a bit, uh, gets the mind thinking a little cleaner. I, I'm one of those individuals in the old days when we had computers that were easy, easy to get all tied up and locked because I was doing things I shouldn't do. Uh, for the young people, they've never heard of that perhaps, but there was a time when you could press three keys at once and, and you'd, we didn't even get the nice rotating symbol. You just, it just didn't work. And I'd try and try and try to figure out how to fix it, and I couldn't. And then I'd get up and go to the kitchen, get a cup of coffee, uh, vent a little bit to myself. And when I came back on the way back to the office, boom, the answer was there. Turn it off, turn it back on. It'll fix itself. Wish I could do that with my car. <laughs> um, I think there are some other things just to think about. Uh, I mentioned those time blocks. Uh, I am kind of opposed to letting somebody else run my calendar. Oh, yes, that's uh, huge. If, if they're putting scheduled dates on it, uh, at least I want to look at it and say, yes, I can I can be there, or no, I can't. But I'm unwilling to let somebody else control that. Uh, I also like to have the concept of a third office. That third office might be my car. Uh, I've dropped somebody off to, at, a, at a place, and I'm going to sit in the car and do all the reading I never get time to do. And there's nobody looking at me saying, what? Aren't you working? You're reading. I, I remember somebody saying they were told they always had to w read the Wall Street Journal. But if you got caught reading it, you were in trouble because you were wasting time. Contradiction. But mm -hmm. I, So I have third offices. I have a restaurant I go to and take a lot of work. Put the headphones on. Put my head down. Nobody bothers me. I get a lot of work done. No phone. No email, etc. Uh, those are some of the thoughts I have for, for uh, protecting yourself, being productive. Keeping your focus. Thank you. Um, you so for our listeners, you, we know, we understand that you can't add more work hours to a day. And the only option for you is just please use some of the rules 
Michael just shared with you today. If you need anything or if you would like us to cover any topics you're interested in, please don't forget that our contact information is on thepackers.com under the community page, the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program. Thank you, Michael, for joining us today. Thank you, Anna. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.